Hey everybody, I know you thought we were done for the year, but we're not. We got one more thing for you. Welcome to Random Chatter. We are doing a special episode, not numbered, not part of our normal content, but kind of related to our normal content. We are going to go over our picks for the best of 2020. I know that this year has been just a cluster of, of nonsense from uh, what brain eating amoeba to caterpillars, the poisonous caterpillars in Virginia to like just weird things all over the world. In addition to COVID, in addition to hurricanes, snowstorms, fires, murder hornets, hornets, like just it, it's been of biblical proportions this year, but major cyber attacks. major cyber attacks yeah it's it's like just it's almost like it's a bingo game where we have too many winners it's, it's <laughs> i keep i keep flashing back the to that apology that belushi does in in the blues brothers <laughs> he's going on and on yeah locust it wasn't my fault yeah <laughs> yeah so you know it's been just an absolutely crazy year but uh, there have been some some good things, believe it or not. And uh, so that's what we're going to talk about today. This is um, this is going to post right at the end of 2020. You're probably not going to watch it or listen to it until after the new year. And that's OK. Look at it as a way to think back on 2020 and realize that there were some good things that came out of this year, even if not many. But there were some good things. And I think it's important to remember that the bad times are not going to last forever. And even during those times, there are some good things we can take away from it. So what we're going to do is uh, we're going to go over our own personal picks for this year. And we're going to I think, why don't we break it down rather than having one person go and then another person. We're going to break it down by category. We're going to cover movies. We're going to cover TV shows. Um, we've got some documentaries. We'll separate those out. And uh, we've got animated stuff. And then also like maybe books, video games, if you guys have anything you guys want to cover, we'll uh, we'll throw that in too. Sure. So without further ado, let's get going. Lou, why don't you tell us what movies you have seen in 2020 that you would recommend? I know that of all of the things that we have on the list, movies have been the most scarce, right? <laughs> they certainly have. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I was trying to think back to what was what was great, what kind of stood out to me, and it, it was it was an interesting journey of you know what we've been through this year and what we saw or didn't right. see. Um, I'm trying to see if I have anything else in my notes that I didn't put in our show notes. Um, but you know, so, so what I have listed on here is I am mother. Oh. Uh, we talked about that on Movie Chatter. I thought that was a great movie. I really enjoyed mm -hmm. it. Um, that was on Netflix. Tell, tell people about it um, a little bit. Because I know it's a bit, we have talked um, about it on different shows. Everything we've talked about here, yeah. we've talked about at some point during the year. But, you know, we'll give people kind of a recap of of why, you know, what it was and why this is one of our picks. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't know when this movie came out. It may have come out in 2019, but I saw it this That's year. That's fine. Um, it was a, you know, kind of post-apocalyptic um, robots have taken over the world and they're going to repopulate the Earth um, with stored embryos they had. Um, so, the, you know, the, the, the story was really 
you know, right up my alley because you know, you and I are we 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 both like um, post-apocalyptic mm-hmm. stuff. Um, I like more of how the downfall happened, or at least clues to what happened. Yeah, and how we got to where we are, more than just kind of surviving in the world. But um, this is a little bit of both. Um, kind of shows this this girl that was, you know, grown from an embryo by the by the robot, the the mother robot, and um, it was a it was a good story about what could happen and kind of. Uh, you know, careful what you wish for type thing. Yeah. And it did a really good job of not being easy to figure out too. A lot of times you watch movies like that and you can kind of predict the ending before you get to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This didn't do that. This, this kind of kept you on your toes for most of the movie. Well, yeah. when we did this on movie shatter, I think we, the three of us got a different kind of takes on what we thought was, was Which happening. Which is another really, really good too, thing too. It was nice. Yeah, it was not a cut and dried ending of this is what happened. But we're like, well, I thought this was it. And you thought something different happened. And Robin thought something different happened entirely. Yeah. yeah and it's always good when a movie also, is, is uh, something you can walk away from and, and have a discussion about and come away with different perspectives than what you had while you were watching it. So, I mean, really, this is I think is one of the strongest movies um, to have come out this year. Or like you said, maybe it was late last year. I'm not sure. But this was good. Mm-hmm. And definitely one of the strongest yeah, streaming yeah. movies, in, like direct to streaming. Yeah, and, and Tim, you were going to say something too. We cut you out a couple it, times. Yeah, I was just going to say I, I I appreciate I can really appreciate a movie that can have so few actors in it, yeah, yet be so insanely compelling and move a story along that well. Yeah, and and sure, there's challenges just as much to something like a. a uh, you know, Avengers Endgame, where you have this massive ensemble because you're trying to juggle all these different characters. But I think it's just as difficult to make a two-character movie, which mm-hmm. is what a good chunk of it was until they introduced mm-hmm. the third character, to make it that compelling and and move that well. Absolutely. A lot, a lot of good writing. Right. Yeah, it, it's always really difficult, I think, to have um, just a handful of people carry a film like that. And they did so, so good with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What else? Um, my next two movies, I think you guys both have on your lists, um, the old guard and six underground. Yeah. Um, both these were fantastic. movies. I, I bet a lot of our listeners already seen these two. Um, the old guard and six underground both got a lot of publicity when Netflix streamed them. Mm-hmm. Um, so the old guard is Charlize Theron, right. Yep. As the main mm-hmm. character. Yep. And six underground is our old friend, Ryan Reynolds. So, Yep. Um, and, and now six underground, I think was done by Netflix from the beginning. Yeah. The old guard. I don't know if it was, was that originally Netflix or was that somewhere else that they bought and decided to put on it, streaming? It actually was, yeah. um, I, I, oh, okay. I had looked it up because it was one of those things that I wondered myself that like, wow, this seems like an awfully great movie to just suddenly appear on Netflix. And we hadn't heard anything right. about it before. Uh, but yeah, when uh, in looking up the history of the movie, it actually was originally intended to be for Netflix. It wasn't like okay. bought at an auction or anything. Yep. So I mean, two really strong action movies. Yeah. And we're going to cover Six Underground on, these on uh, Movie Chatter coming up after the beginning of the year. Yeah, in the first yeah, at the beginning of the year. Yep. 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 Mm. All right, Tim. What do you have? Oh gosh. Uh, so. Really, like right off in the early in the year, early in the pandemic, really, uh, was Invisible Man. Uh, Invisible Man was out in theaters for what, maybe two weeks, I think, before 
things really started to to clamp down with the pandemic. Yeah. And so Universal put it up uh, premium video on demand, uh, got it that weekend. I think that it went up and was absolutely not disappointed with it. it, it incredible retelling um, of the original story. Seriously creepy. Just really well written. Great, great movie. Loved it. Did a great job of modernizing uh, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They seriously yeah. did. They seriously did. Uh, so I'm also finding that it's funny as I went through the list and, you know, I've, I've got a smattering of things between the movies and shows and animated and all that from various platforms. But Netflix, I realized, was the clear winner for, for me for this year. The vast yeah. majority of stuff that ranked really high for me came off of Netflix, mm -hmm. um, either in, in a lot of cases as an original um, in some cases, just because it happens to be there. So extraction uh, was one of the things that I really liked. That's the uh, Chris Hemsworth movie. Yeah. Uh, that that's a Netflix original that got some attention this summer. It's really popular. Uh, I, I enjoyed I, it. I haven't seen it yet, but yeah, he's a, well, like it's, what a, a it's, 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 it's former good. military guy who um, does work for hire or something. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's very much, uh, it has the feel of an 80s action flick. And I think that that might be one of the things that I appreciated the most out of yeah. it. Um, it's it's I, I won't say that it's cheesy, but it, it it has just that that little bit extra that makes you like, all right, this 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 is like an 80s thing where it's just, you know, I, it could have been Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, in his prime in that movie. Um, and it would have been the same. movie. Yeah basically. Yeah. Uh, the old guard. Yeah. As Lou had mentioned, uh, which is also Netflix, uh, Enola Holmes, I thought was, was really great. That's also a Netflix thing. It was good. Uh, this is the, uh, Millie Bobby Brown. She's the sister of Sherlock Holmes mm. and, uh, done very well. Great storytelling, funny, um, good cast. And they left the door very much open for a sequel, which I'm hoping it gets. I, I, I thought it was good. I like mystery kind of things. Yeah. So, you know, you, you throw that stuff at me and I'm, I'm all over it. Uh, 12 Strong, which I talked about maybe a month, month and a half ago mm -hmm. on the show. Um, and 12 Strong is a few years old, maybe three years old or so. Uh, watch this one on Amazon Prime. And uh, this is another Chris Hemsworth movie. This is uh, Special Forces first boots on the ground in Afghanistan going after uh, terrorists. And it was incredible. Really, really great movie. And and folks know, I mean, I love war movies. Uh, Tom and I did Dispatches from the Front for a few years. Yep. So like I just eat that stuff up. And it was it was great. It was really well done. Uh, and then recently, uh, just in the last couple of weeks, we watched, again, on Netflix for both of these, um, two Jessica Chastain movies. Um, and I really like Jessica Chastain. Great actress. She does, uh, she's a, just a terrific headliner in, in movies. It started with Ava, uh, which is a Netflix original, just came out, I think, maybe two weeks ago. And Netflix marketed the crap out of it. Like, you turn on Netflix, and mm -hmm. it was Ava. Uh, you know, like the, like the, the marquee of a theater. Yeah. Saw it 
you know, saw that marketing a couple times, had gone on to Netflix originally to watch something else. And then one night finally said, okay, this looks really good. Going to watch it. Uh, was not at all disappointed. It's, uh, it's, it's an interesting take on, um, basically an assassin type of thriller. Um, really well done. The other one, uh, which this was earlier this week, have to be scrolling through Netflix to find something to watch, came across Molly's Game. And Molly's Game came out eh, maybe a year ago or so, 18 months yeah. ago, mm -hmm. uh, in theaters. And, again, this is another Jessica Chastain film. She was a uh, – it's, so it's a true story. She was uh, an Olympic hopeful mogul skier. She got hurt. Uh, but she was also like really very high academic, great savvy. She had intent to become an attorney, to become an entrepreneur, all that kind of stuff. And once uh, she got injured um, in, in qualifying for the Olympics, that's what she ended up turning to was becoming an entrepreneur. And um, she's the one who uh, was uh, charged with running illegal uh, car playing rings, which had like really high end actors in it. And it was interesting that the movie didn't actually name those actors. And I'm assuming that the studios weren't going to do it because they didn't want to ruin <laughs> their uh, relationship with the actors. But when you look up uh, the, the actual story of Molly's game, um, you've got like some really high end actors. Um, uh, too bad they didn't get those musicians. actors to play themselves and, Movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would yeah. funny. Um, I, we're talking like Leonardo DiCaprio, Tony McGuire. Um, uh, um, yeah, there were Alex Rodriguez. Definitely some A-listers in uh, there. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So uh, really fascinating, riveting story. And it moved and like we were glued to it through the whole thing. Uh, so that was terrific. Really, really enjoyed that. Good. That's that's what I got for movies. I still have to. Cool. I've got both of those on my list. I just haven't watched them yet, but uh, mm -hmm. I've wanted to. They look yeah, really I good. I forgot about Molly's Game. Ava's on my list, but I'll probably add Molly's Game back in there too because that did look good. Yeah. All right, I'm going to try to get through my picks as best I can. I'm, I'm a little bit mm -hmm. under the weather, so got a bit of a sore throat here. Um, movies, kind of. Uh, I mean, I didn't really see that much this year. I did see Tenet. I, I've talked about that before, um, which is. Mm -hmm now out for home video and uh I'm, I'm curious as to whether they fixed the audio issues the audio was distractingly poorly mixed mm. but the movie was really really good um, yeah i'm planning on seeing it and it's interesting you say it because his films are always pretty heavy with good original audio cues mm -hmm. Yeah, he pays a you know, lot of attention to, the, to audio. The and, audio mix being yeah. yeah, to have the mix being done wrong just seems like not him. Right. You know? Yeah. I, I'm so confused as to how this got released. Like it's so bad that I'm confused as to how it got out of the production studio, how it got out of the editing room. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, if you look mm -hmm. at the use of music and stuff through Inception, that, right. that's a whole discussion right there. The choice of music, the slowing down of it as they go different levels into the dream world and all that. Um, but, you know, so Tenet, aside from the audio issue, which, again, if you're watching at home, probably won't be a problem. 
and at least you can put subtitles on if you have to. It was a really, really brilliant movie. It, it didn't have a lot of depth of character, but it had a lot of depth of plot, and it was very interesting. Some incredible action scenes. And, and the concept was just mind-blowing. Um, very much what you would expect from Christopher Nolan. I, I loved it. Um, something I didn't expect to like. I, I have a few things on this. In fact, the rest of the other three movies I have are things I did not expect to like. I think this came out last year, but again, we're kind of covering things we discovered in 2020. It doesn't have to be from this year. Um, was a movie called Yesterday. It's an independent film. And uh, it's about the Beatles. Not a Beatles fan. Don't dislike them. Just, you know, I'm just kind of like middle of the road. Um, and very much not the type of movie I would be into. But the concept was brilliant. It's almost a sci-fi concept, though it is absolutely in no way a science fiction movie. It's uh, this guy's riding his bike. He gets hit, hit by a bus. You know, this is a local musician. He plays like cafes and stuff like that. And uh, when he comes to after being in a coma from getting hit by a bus, um, he's sitting around some friends and he, he's playing uh, a Beatles song on his guitar. And they're all just awestruck. Like, wow, that's like the most incredible thing I've ever heard. But when did you write that? He's like, what do you mean? Oh, I remember the marketing yeah. for this. Yes, yeah. yes, So yes. when he comes yep. to... The Beatles never existed. Yep, and yep. so he's, but he's got this catalog of, of Beatles songs. In fact, there are times where he's like frantically trying to remember what the lyrics were to the different songs. And he's got sticky notes all over his wall and stuff, trying to sort it all out. And uh, it, so he ends up making a career out of this, but it's a very character driven movie. It's uh, I forget the lead actor's name. I should have looked it up before we started recording. Um, and of course, Lily James, I always remember her name because, wow. Um, but brilliant cast, brilliantly mm -hmm. written story, and it's an independent film. And uh, it's just, it's so good. So that was what I didn't realize that was independent because I remember the marketing for that. It was pretty well marketed. Yeah, well, it was, yeah, when it I was say independent. Aggressive. I should say it was not big budget. I forget what studio okay, did it. Okay. Um, so it, it had as, you know, it had studio backing behind it, uh, but it also wasn't like a big summer movie or something. I think it came out like in the fall or winter or something. It was, um, it flew under a lot of people's radar, but it was so good. Um, hmm. I would recommend it. Wow. I can't believe I'm, I'm going to mention the other two. Uh, someone <laughs> got me to watch <laughs> Moana this year. And then... Uh, another person, Lila from the Story Crucible, got me to watch it so we could record it on the Story Crucible. I was surprised at um, how much I liked it. Very much not the type of Disney movie I would like. And it's a musical and I don't do musicals. It was good. Mm -hmm. it, it was really good. Mm -hmm. um, and then continuing in my I don't do musicals. I was surprised at how good Hamilton was. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad that I watched it. In fact, I've watched it a couple of times. And I, I think it's as much the the craftsmanship of the music as much as anything else. Like, it's still not the type of thing I would normally do. But mm -hmm. the genius of Lin-Manuel Miranda and the way he 
writes this. So this is a, a stage, a theater production. But unlike mm -hmm. some theater productions, there's no just straight dialogue. 100% of the story is all music. It's all songs. Which is just insane. I mean, just the quantity of, of, of music writing in it is insane. And then to be able to tell the story that way through the music, it's incredible. And then each of the different characters have like a little bit different twist to how they do their performances. Like the King of England is very kind of like pop like. Um, you've got some characters where you can see like old school 80s hip hop references. Um, David Diggs hmm. characters got a lot of like Busta Rhymes sort of uh, technique in, hmm. in his like you can really break it down into different um, things. Interesting. It's really it's just it's really good. I know it's not 100 percent historically accurate. It's not supposed to be, you know, it's fiction. Right. Um, but it was really good. So, uh, yeah, I'm a little surprised that those are my movie picks for this year. But th those are the, the four things I, I would recommend. Tenet, Yesterday, Moana, and Hamilton. Back to your point, Tim. Netflix did really, really well this year with their films. And I have to wonder if it's not because they, all along, they had planned to do streaming. If you look at the stuff that was slated to come out this year, yeah. there were a lot of, of big hitters that... We still haven't gotten yet. I mean, we're going to get Wonder Woman here in a couple of days. Uh, we're recording this December right. 23rd. It was just, I mean, Netflix, everybody else walked away. They had to. I'm not seeing anybody did anything wrong as far as the studios go, but they weren't allowed to come to the table. And Netflix was there. They had the table to themselves and they had a feast. Yeah, yeah. I, wonder, oh, totally. I wonder how we would have been talking about these movies now if the theaters had the movies they were supposed to have as well. Cause I think the streaming stuff got a lot of play this year because it had no competition, you know? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, so, we'd be talking about black widow and James Bond and right. Yeah. Right. You know, whatever else I, I mean, we would have been talking about wonder woman cause it would have released yeah. earlier. Yeah. 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 The new Ryan Reynolds movie that we all want to see free guy. Um, free guy. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I want to yeah. see that yeah, like so bad. That, that guy, what was it? Yeah. Totally. Oh, I want to see that so bad. Okay, well, let's talk about TV shows. This is, I think, the one thing that I'm I'm really excited to talk about. And these, again, these don't have to be shows that came out this year. These are just things that we discovered this year, or maybe they had returning seasons, and um, mm -hmm. and things that we're going to recommend. I'm not going to go first, but let's just get the elephant out of the room here. Mandalorian. Both yeah, the end of. 2019 and then season two that we just got i mean come on but what are you talking it's about it's a it's a little uh, it's an independent film about um a bunch of people in space with light swords and they're like psychic right so they can like talk and they can move things with their minds um and they had that that kermit yeah knockoff so you got some right? muppets yeah. you've got oh, okay. the, the battlestar yeah, yeah, yeah. galactica yeah. people show up and the little fighters and stuff Sure, and, and you've got the the Cylon troopers, and it, it's it's got a fan following. Oh, that's, Tim. I, that sounds I cool. Check it yeah, out. maybe I'll check that yeah. out. So, yeah. so they spun it off. They took uh, Starbuck, and I mean, she doesn't show up until like the second <laughs> season, but yeah, she's wearing different uniforms yeah. too. But yeah. oh, she's no, really no, bossy. I did see this. It's called um, Spaceballs. There you go. Yeah. 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 
Okay, I know exactly what you're talking so about. So obviously, we, you know, Mandalorian, you might yeah. you might want to check it out. Just saying. Yeah, totally. But uh, if if you're one of the few people that haven't already, if, if you're listening to our show, we know you've already seen it three or four times. <laughs> Lou, what television shows did you discover this year? Uh, you know, it, it, there was a ton of stuff out there, and, and I put a few in the show notes. I got some more written down on my pad that I went mm -hmm. through, but. Um, yeah, and not all of it was stuff that I, I some of those I found this year, some of the stuff that I've been watching for either one or two seasons ahead of this, and just this year's season was good too, so I kind of threw it in there. Um, but something people may not have seen before, Travelers, is a Netflix series. Um, yeah. Time travel. Is that the one with the guy from on. Will and Grace? Um, yes. I started yep. watching I that. Right now. Yeah. A long yep. time ago. Pretty good yeah. series. Pretty good series. I don't know if it's still continuing. No. I don't know when it was originally aired. I think it did two um, seasons, and it did not get picked up past that, and I never found out whether it ended on a cliffhanger okay. or not, so I didn't continue it. I'll let you know at some point, because I have not finished okay. it. I've seen season <laughs> one. Um, but it, it's good. It is. You know, it's time travel. For me, it, for me it's good stuff. Um, my wife and I started watching Schitt's Creek, which just had its final season aired, I think, which is season yeah. seven right I, now. I'm this far from uh, starting it. I'm, seen, like, I'm really I'm, tempted. I've not seen the last season. It's you've it's, given it some glowing reviews. Yeah. And it's annoying at the same time, though. But some of the characters are annoying, <laughs> but you like they grow on you. It's like, I, I really hate your character, but you do. Really Is it well, annoying? So like, I'll, I'll keep watching. like Arrested Development, like that kind of annoying. Like it's I never saw oh, Arrested Development. Blue. OK, I know. I'm sorry. I know. Um, but it, it it's good. Okay. The, the characters, each one has their their faults that you kind of like go. Ugh. But they do it so well, you're like, okay, I, I'm in. I'm, I'm all in. So, And it's won a lot of awards uh, yeah. in its final season, too, which was really good. So, um, yeah, that that's that's definitely a, a much must-watch, I think. So, um, The Expanse. Um, mm. We have a show on the network about The Expanse as well. Um, season 5 just got released. Yep. I think uh, I'm in season 4 right now. but mm. Okay. Um, yeah, season season five is out there now. Did they do the whole season at once, or they do them spaced? They're out? They're doing them spaced out. So they dropped the first three episodes. Okay. Um, they're dropping them every Wednesday. The fourth episode for season five just came out uh, today. Yeah, today. Okay. Yeah, and then um, they've confirmed cool. there will be a sixth season. I think that's the final season. I, I find myself got to get back and reread some of the books. I'm like, what, which books is this encompassing again? And, you know, kind of get yourself back into the yeah. uh, the stream of things. But uh, definitely a good series. The The books are incredible. The the series is incredible, too. This was originally on Sci-Fi, I think, was it? And then picked up by yep. Amazon? Yep. Yeah, there was a big so. uh, Save the Show campaign that was very successful. And thank goodness, <laughs> because... Uh, yeah. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, it's a really good series. And... If you have seen it and are wondering whether to read the books, there are enough deviations from the books uh, while still hitting the major milestones that I think you can still get a lot from the books after seeing the, the series. If I see something, a movie or a TV series, I tend to not want to go back and read the books. I think that this mm. is the one time where it's probably safe to do so, and, and you'd still get the full enjoyment out of the books. There's so much see, and, extra and depth like there. I like to go back and read the books. Yeah. There is the the depth is amazing, and the way the the way the books are written, um, you you know even without seeing the stuff because we read the books years before the series yeah. came out, you feel like you are in the action. Yeah. You know the, the 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 way they write space battles, 
Well, good Lord. I'm, I'm reading the book and I'm like, I feel like I'm in the ship with these guys. It's like, I think, I feel like I know what it feels yeah. like to what they're going and, through. And the but, initial yeah. scenes on yeah. series station in the first book, like they really do a good job of putting you in the character's head when there's some sort of a, a tense moment going on. And, and it's, oh, it's written by uh, James S.A. Corey, which is a pseudonym for the two authors who write the book. And they're also the, the lead exec producers, I think on the show. Um, Mm. Daniel Abraham and Ty Frank. And uh, yeah, get the, sh- get the books, read, uh, get the books, read the show, get the show, <laughs> read the books. Good stuff. Enjoy. And of course, yeah. uh, uh, we do need to mention the tight beam. Uh, yeah. Lou mentioned the, the podcast without mentioning well. the name. I mentioned the name. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> definitely listen to the tight beam. I-, I tell you what, um, the hosts are of all of the shows we do in the network. I really appreciate um, the amount of work that goes into the tight beam and the connections that they've established behind the scenes with the cast and the crew. They're very connected. Mm-hmm. They're they very hustle. involved in the fan community. Mm-hmm. Freaking listen to the tight beam. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Otherwise here, things we've talked about in the, on the network before uh, the boys. Of course, uh, Amazon Prime uh, superhero series is really you, you good. and I have a lot of overlap um, on our lists, so I'm, I'm yeah. So I'm going to hop in here on and off okay. throughout these. Yeah, yeah. Um, have, have you seen the boys, Tim? I have not. I, I, w- I watched the first maybe episode. Or okay. Two. And 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 it was good. It was just one of those things that it dropped off for us because other things came up. Yeah. So. I would consider going back to it. Um, we covered it on the Story Crucible uh, just recently. I've, I've been way behind on getting those episodes posted because I've got some video editing I've got to do. Um, those are going to be coming up in the next week or two. So uh, keep an eye out for the Story Crucible episodes we go through. Uh, season one and season two, we break it down in a lot of depth. Um, and, and we have some controversial opinions about both seasons, too. But there's a lot okay. of depth there, and there's a lot of good stuff to to break down in that series. So, cool. Um, Jack Ryan, I think you watched that as well. Eric, yeah, right? I'm about halfway through season two right now. Still have to finish it up. Okay, loving it. Yep. Yeah, we finished it. It's outstanding. Yeah, it yeah, really yeah, is. Great, great series. Uh, really good stuff. I think. Um, uh, God, what's the main actor's name? The main uh, John Krasinski. Um, yeah, he does. You know, he's a great actor to begin with. He's a great he's such a great guy too. too. Like, it, yeah. if I had yeah, you, to, you feel to like... pick someone to have a man crush on, I got to <laughs> say it'd be a, a a tight run between Ryan Reynolds and John Krasinski. He's just such a great guy. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Um, my wife and I have watched the Marvels, Mrs. Maisel. How is that? It's it's very good. Not the kind of show I thought I would like, but. We really end up enjoying it. Yeah. Um, you know, she's uh, um, it, it's set back in what, the fifties, I guess, maybe forties, fifties era. Um, the characters are 
Jewish background, a lot of Jewish stuff going on in there as far as, you know, kitschy things, but based on, you know, their society and, and how their families interact and so forth. And some of our friends that are, that are Jewish had the same thing where they, they were like, we were worried about people that wouldn't get this, mm. you know, uh, if, if you weren't, if you didn't grow up Jewish and know all these kind of things. And, and I'm like, no, I think it's fantastic. It, 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 it's really, really cool to watch and fun to, fun to, fun to go through. She's a, a divorcee who is a stand-up comedian trying to make it, you know, going forward in a, you know, obviously a man's world back then, yeah. and uh, it's just a lot of fun and won um, a lot of awards good comedy, too. Good 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 actors in the thing. Yep, and um, it's been it's been a lot of fun to watch that. Good. Um, we've also watched starting. We're still going through it. Uh, Shameless um, on Netflix. You do a good I job of picking these good, shows with like these really messed up characters. Oh gosh, right? yeah. Shameless is definitely messed up characters. I mean, you watch it and you shake your head, going, "Why would anybody do that?" But it, it's it's fun. It, it's a fun show. Um, <laughs> as demented as some of these people are, but it, it, it it's a good show to watch. I'm in season seven. I think there's ten seasons of it. Ten seasons. So it's like wow. Yeah, there's. I think they're in the final season now. Okay. Um, but yeah, it, it's a good movie to watch if you if you feel like yelling at the TV because people are making stupid decisions. And it's like, what are you doing? But it's good. Nice. Um, we talked about upload already on the, on the network. Oh, um, I know you so like good. that show as well too, Eric. Yeah. That's a great I'm going to say right now, uh, to Tim, yeah. you not, not to steal your thunder. Upload may be my favorite release of 2020. And that's across movies, TV shows, books, video games okay. like and it's not i'm not saying it's the best <clears throat> um mm -hmm. it's just it's one i connected with more so than than yeah. anything else and it was in part because it was fun but also in part because while still being fun and still having like these goofy moments and stuff there's so much depth in that show there there's there's oh, yeah. commentary about the the class differences within society there's comment uh, commentary about um they don't really get into religion but that you know the nature of the afterlife and the nature of you know what is existence what does it mean to be alive and they don't do it in a really scientific way they do it in a very humanistic way you know what right. what what do i mean what does it mean to be me mm -hmm. and um and the nature of relationships. What what does it really mean to be in love with someone? What does it really mean to be in a committed relationship with someone, even if maybe that's not the right person for you? Um, like just item after item after item. And they don't give any of these topics really the short shrift. They, they go all in and, and they don't necessarily answer questions about all of them. But they hit a lot of these different topics in really meaningful ways. And just in one season. Of what, maybe 10 episodes? And, and in very unique yeah, ways. This is stuff we it's haven't seen before. It's a different perspective uh, for the most part, yeah, that, than we've ever seen before. It's, it's it, such and, you a know, great I, show. And I think the thing that makes it really compelling is it doesn't seem like it, it's not it's not set in really high-tech sci-fi, right? right? But it's definitely Near high future. tech But yeah. it's, it seems like it's really close to big. Could this be possible? Right. Maybe, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's like, it's not too far off. Yeah. And, and there's so many levels there. You, you've got the, the relationship side of things. You've got the tech side of things. You've got the murder mystery side of things. You've got yeah. just ugh, such, such really, a good and, show. And, 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 and you got the work, the, the workplace drama yeah. going on too with, you know, 
um, the characters that are there running the the service for these deceased right. people. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, just just a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one I'm putting down here as I, I think I really enjoyed it. I wish they I wish it got picked up for another season, but it, it's a one and done for 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, series called Away. Uh, Hillary Swank stars in this as the commander of uh, Mission to Mars. Mm. Okay. And um, there's some pretty good. I, I haven't watched the whole season of it. I think I've been like four or five episodes in. Um, and I got sidetracked with other stuff, but it was really good, compelling. And then it got canceled. Mm. So I'm like, ah, do I really even want to finish it? But um, I mean, good cast. Hillary Swank does a good job. And in fact, I found this right after we had seen um, I Am Mother. She played in that right. too. Uh, so uh, she's, she's a good, strong actress and it's a, you know, it's a good series about space exploration and kind of the near future of where we might actually be going to Mars in the next 10 years. So, um, yeah, I'd, I'd give it a shot, even though it's a one and done for the season. Cool. Uh, and lastly, Lost in Space. Uh, we've talked about that in the network before okay. too. I think it's a, a good reimagining of the series and, um, I can't wait to uh, to get more of that. I still so. have to go back and finish. I gotta, I gotta say, the only reason why it didn't make my list was because uh, season two took forever to get to where it was going. And I think I, I dropped season two before it got there. I I really need to go back and see where it goes. I agree with you, Tim. Yeah, I, we, even in watching it, like we watched the first two or three episodes. And then went back to it like a month and a half later. It was like, a, oh, we didn't finish that yet. Right. And even mm. then, like the next episode or two is kind of like a chore. And it was one of those things like, we're this invested in it. Let's finish right. it. And it ended right, up, right. The, the season finished on a high note. It was really good. Oh, the yeah. last couple of episodes are fantastic. Mm. But it's like those first few were rough. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, there, it... there was good character development. But as mm-hmm. far as like meaningful progression of the story yeah man, I, get, I, I just see needed to get out and push yeah and and you know it's funny because it, we all have different interpretations of what we think is good pacing and, and good story development uh, i mean i had a lot of complaints over the mandalorian season one i thought season one didn't i mean i, I kept thinking to myself come on you've got eight episodes to go and we're only getting like a half hour per episode let's, let's yeah give me some story here and, sure. and um, filoni's done that with rebels and, and clone wars as well mm-hmm so, you know, mm-hmm. so, yeah, I mean, you know, I can see where somebody would say Lost in Space season two was was kind of slow and kind of didn't know where it was going until it got to the end. And it was a ball of fire. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I was I was pretty much uh, enjoying the whole season of season. Okay. Two. Good. I look forward Good. to finishing it. Yeah. And that's I mean, if I have anything else in my notes here. Um, Hannah. Um, yeah, is that good? Movie. I've heard the movie was good, and I never saw the movie. And then I heard the series was good. Like, not, I don't hear people raving yeah, it's, about it's it. Okay. But I mean, it didn't make. It wouldn't say it was like stellar. Yeah, but for it's it, worth it was good. We're I mean, checking out. It. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. And yeah, that's pretty much about it. All right, Tim. What about you? What shows have you been watching in 2020 that you would recommend to people? Uh, well, again, there's a good handful of Netflix uh, series that ended up on here. So uh, the Dracula series that Netflix did is really just incredible. It's a terrific reimagining of that story. Uh, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyable. If you like anything in that lore, 
uh, you're going to enjoy it. And it certainly seems that there's going to be a season two. I can't remember if they actually greenlit it or not, um, but they very much left it open to continue. I, I think it was only maybe three or four episodes, mm. uh, three episodes, I think, that was in that first season. So, And, and they're long episodes. Um, Warrior Nun. Oh, yeah, I still have to watch which, that. Mm, mm, that's true. Yeah, it, and it's just like you, you, you look at the concept of it and it is just cheesy as hell. But when you watch it, it is legit good. It is, it carries you the whole way. It's fantastic. Uh, really, really good. Uh, and then The Chef Show, which has had multiple seasons. Um, I think maybe three seasons. No, I guess it's only their second season. Is that the one with John Favreau? Um, yes. I've been this meaning is to John watch Favreau that. and Roy, uh, Roy Choi. Okay. And um, they they worked together on the movie Chef, which uh, Favreau did a few years ago, and then they got this idea to do uh, to to do this series, and it's it's awesome that they just they get together and they cook, and it's not a you know it, it's it's not like watching something on Food Network. Right. It's 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 totally different. The 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 intent of it is different. The dialogue of it is different. Um, they visit different restaurants and they talk to to those restaurateurs and those those chefs that are there, and they really get a lot of insight into that. Or they'll have some of those chefs come visit them. Um, sometimes some other celebrities, you know, they've had directors and actors and that kind of stuff on. So you're getting like that bit of of pop culture along with the cooking stuff, and so it's kind of a collision of two of my favorite worlds. So that makes me really happy. Um, the second season of what we do in the shadows, um, on FX, which I just absolutely love that show. I, I, it's phenomenal, uh, what they do with it. it. The comedy is fantastic. Uh, season one of Lego masters, which oh, I yeah. just, I absolutely loved the show. That. Yep. Great I show. love the premise of the show. Uh, of course we had two of the competitors, um, on random chatter. Yep. Uh, that, that, that Lou and I spoke to, um, toward the end of, uh, of, of season one, it's been renewed for a second season. Uh, you talked about upload Lou and, uh, and then battle bots folks know that, you know, oh, big yeah, fan of you battle bots. That. Yep. Have you, yeah. It, it, and, I, uh, I'm hooked now. You are you caught up for I'm this hooked. season? <laughs> um, oh, yeah. I am about halfway through last week's episode. Okay. Yeah. There've been yeah. some kind of dramatic. I, I keep thinking to myself every time I'm watching oh, one God, of these, yes. I'm like, oh man, we should do like a watch, to, like a blind, haven't seen it yet, watch together, and watch yeah. it live with the three yeah, of us. It, and, that would be fun. Because I would love to hear that, from that, you guys, like as we're about to do a bad, like which one you think is going to win and why, and yeah. like I keep yeah. having that debate sure, with we, myself, and I'm like, there's nobody in the room with me. You should play. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, it's funny because I I don't have the experience with that show you guys do, so my I I watched. A little bit here and there when you guys first mentioned to get a feel for what you know, the seasons yeah. were like, but I'm coming into this season like kind of brand new. I don't know who's you know, like they talk about who's been there yep. for a while and this and that, who's kind mm -hmm. of the winners and so forth. But you know, I'm looking at the bots. I'm going, yeah, okay, what this and that. And like last night was it last week's episode I watched, and I'm trying to think of who it was. There was a there was a spinner up against some bot from MIT heads yeah. that uppercut. Mm -hmm. I think it was. And holy Christmas, that thing landed a good blow, and this bot just blew. Like, yeah, that was from this most recent episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. uppercut. Yeah, like, I think it was. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's really. I mean, 
you have there, there's the engineering side of it, which is fascinating. Yeah. Then there's this uh, this really visceral sporting side to it because it's you know it's almost like something like boxing or whatever uh, because it's this this direct one on one competition of basically who can mm-hmm. screw the other person up as much as possible mm-hmm. um, or, or or outlast them mm-hmm. um, which which mm-hmm. sometimes happens but like you said Lou I mean just to watch some of these you know robots and these things are 250 pounds yeah yeah to watch these things explode catch on fire just parts all over the place a freaking yard sale of robot Mm -hmm. (laughs) is absolutely amazing and all the different configurations that you get you've got full body spinners you've got ones that have vertical drums you've got ones that have horizontal spinners on them like a like a lawnmower yep. blade you got flippers you've, you've got things that crush you've got fire you've uh, hammers all sorts of different yep. things and you know some things will do better against others um, that's the interesting thing is watching the meta game like based on what happens in one oh, season yeah. all of a sudden next season everybody adapts right, right. To, yeah. because or or even some guys talk about which weapon they're going to put on their on their bot this time. So like, oh, I'm going to get this guy, so I'm going to use this spinner. Yeah, that. so and some of the like, spinner oh, blades okay. and stuff, yeah. they'll change it out based on who they're going up against. It's it, yeah. And that's what fascinates me about this show, too, is you've got so many different elements of the battle. You've got the strategy of the design. You've got the strategy mm-hmm. of what you're going to do when you get in there and what you're going to, you know, which weapons you're going to attach to different rounds. You've got the tactics. Yep of what decisions mm-hmm. you're going to make there in the battle box. You've also got the driving. I mean, some of these robots, Oh yeah, they don't do mm-hmm. much, but the driver is so good. And then you've got other um, yes. opponents where the driver is okay, but he's compensated for it with the design. It's just yeah. like you said, it's like boxing and stuff, but the, there's so many different elements of, it's not just what happens there in the ring. It's also what happens before you get into yeah. the ring. And then you've got, you know, there's mm-hmm. offensive stuff, there's defensive stuff. How long can your bot hold up? Yeah. I mean, sometimes you don't even have to destroy the other person. If he ends up accidentally destroying himself through being too aggressive, right. you win. Oh, yeah. It's, it's crazy. If you're not watching BattleBots, these... you owe it to yourself to check oh, it yeah. out. Yeah. And because they're capped at 250 pounds, you basically have this this constant uh, competition of 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 weapon versus armor mm-hmm. you know you can build up this phenomenal weapon but if you don't have armor covering say your tires a lot of your opponents are just going to chew up your tires and then you're going to sit there yeah, and if you can't move you're out um yeah if you don't have a mechanism to self-right yourself you're done mm-hmm. if you're mm-hmm. up against a flipper um or or anything even one of the drum ones that'll you know end up making you fly and you end up on your back, you're done. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's, it's absolutely incredible. And, and so, um, th- that was another interview that we had on random chatter was having Farouk yeah. on the show. Yeah. Who's, who's the announcer for it. And he's, he's just, uh, the dude is so funny. Uh, he's mm-hmm. really, really funny. So yeah, this, this season of battle bots, um, has been great and I've been really excited for it. And yeah, maybe we'll have to have him so, on again. That, we yeah we do we do yeah. I gotta um, get a hold of him and and his publicist and 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 get him on again, um, yeah, yeah absolutely, so that's 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 my show list all right for twenty twenty well cool. um, 
One of the downsides of going last, I guess, is that we, you know, we already covered a lot of mine. I had both Lego Masters <laughs> and BattleBots on my list. Um, I'm I'm absolutely a BattleBots addict now. Um, and uh, Upload, like I said, not only do I love this show, it's probably my my favorite pick of any sort of media content for 2020. Um, again, I'm not saying it's the best, but I... It, it's really solid and I, I cannot wait. Like I'm actually kind of pissed off about not getting the next season already. Like I'm, I'm that much into this show. Um, I do have some other picks though. So some of the things that I, I highlighted is my favorite picks over some of the others. Um, I'm going to get to in just a second. We mentioned the Mandalorian. We mentioned Jack Ryan. We mentioned the boys. Um, a couple of other things before I get to my big picks. Um, I started watching the Queen's Gambit. I'm still partway through it. It's uh, for uh, for a show about chess. It's surprisingly good. Uh, what else? Watchmen. Um, I loved the comic book series. I was okay with most of the Zack Snyder movie, except the really like awkward sex scene. And then <laughs> the the change yeah. of the end, which kind of changed the theme for the whole movie, in my opinion, like the, the whole point, the moral point of the movie, he, he kind of broke at the end of the movie, but this series though, um, which, uh, Damon Lindelof was one of the, the showrunners for incredible. Like it was, Oh, it was such a good series. I think it was on HBO max. Um, I highly recommend it. Like it was one of the best series to come out of this year. Um, also, did you guys see The Witcher? Yes. No. Yeah. Not my style yeah, of show. I finally did see The Witcher. Not my style of show at all, but it was really good. Yeah, I, I did enjoy that. I absolutely enjoyed uh, that. What else? Avenue 5, a, a kind of a sci-fi sitcom kind of show on HBO. Um, very, like, kind of dark comedy like there none of these characters there are a couple of characters you do want to root for they're not the characters in control of anything which um yeah it, i can't wait for that one to come back as well uh hugh laurie josh gad um a few other names in it really good stuff but uh mm -hmm. oh and one other kind of uh something that flew under the radar that i discovered this year i mentioned hamilton and I had known that Lin-Manuel Miranda had done um, improv hip hop way back in the day. Um, in fact, that's where I knew okay. him from before he did all this other stuff. So um, he has a group in New York that they perform. They're called Freestyle Love Supreme. And now like it's come back and they have new new people in it and stuff. But it's kind of like comedy sports if you've ever done that or gone to an improv show but they do hip hop and they have a show, a, a series they did. Um, and you can pick it up on iTunes called freestyle Love Supreme. And, uh, if you're into that sort of thing, it's really good. If you're into hip hop, if you're into music, if you're into improv, any one of those three, then you're probably going to like this show. It, it's phenomenal. Nice. My three big picks for this year, other than upload number one, mythic quest, a sitcom on, uh, Apple TV plus, it was the first Apple TV Plus show I watched. I think it's worth taking some sort of a free trial just to watch this. And then if you drop the service, you drop the service. 
it's set in a production company of an MMORPG. So like an online, like a World of Warcraft kind of video game. And the guy running it is kind of also like the poster of the poster boy of, of the game. Very arrogant, very full of himself, not the best at making decisions. He has a lead programmer who's always kind of trying to rein him in, who's also always up against the Mm. money guy played by Danny Pudi of uh, community. Um, Great cast, phenomenal cast, incredible writing. The show really does not get the credit it deserves. Like it's one of the best written shows that have come out this year. Um, Also another one we talked about before Lou was Ozark. Oh yeah, I forgot yeah. about that one. That's, that's definitely a good show. Should be what my list, an intense right? show. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. talk about one that they just they keep upping the game, and yeah, every time you think he's in the corner, he's got a way out. And I mean, into another um, corner. Bateman does a great job as as well, he's a showrunner. Yeah, too, he's I a showrunner, right? doesn't he? Yeah. Yep. And the writing as well is as a lead actor. just like when mm. you do shows like this, you always end up writing yourself into a corner because you can't make the stakes any higher. Um, and yet they do. And they just keep going and going and mm. going. It's absolutely incredible. I highly recommend Ozark. Yeah. Uh, oh, definitely. No, they get one more season in them or are they, there is another season coming. Um, I don't recall whether they said it's they the last season. It's... It might be. Oh, I hope not. Okay, good. I hope not. I hope but, not yeah. too. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, they can keep running with this as long as they want. Like this is, this is incredible. Mm-hmm. I think it's one more season though. And then finally one that I really had low hopes for and it blew me away was uh Snowpiercer. Stupid concept. I mean frankly. Yeah, you said that. The concept's yeah. stupid. But the the world that they create that you know Lou you and I talked before we like dystopias and I know the mm-hmm. concept is is, is crappy i started watching the show and i'm like you know everybody disses the movie it can't be that bad right like how if i like the show maybe i'll like the movie so i went and watched the movie and holy crap was that just horrible and that's why i you, know, you keep saying the movies the series is good and i'm like okay but uh, i don't know if i can bring myself to do it because the movie was just so i was angry so i had justification to see the uh, the movie I, I told myself no matter how bad the movie is it's justified because i can get on a podcast and i can talk about the differences between the two <laughs> so i'm not wasting my time it's okay even if it's really bad i was so angry i was so freaking angry lou <laughs> i wanted the, that hour and a half of my life back so bad <laughs> <laughs> if Chris it. Evans hadn't yeah, done such bad. a good job in other stuff he's been in, I'd be on change.org right now saying he should never work again. One of the it, worst it's a, movies. It's, it's not a good no, movie. Oh, it Yeah. One of the worst movies I've seen in as long as I can imagine. Like it's not just that it was a bad movie. It was one of the worst movies. Like it's so so bad. Yeah, I, I came close to not finishing the movie. I did too. I, I did. I did, but I'm like... And it was research oh, for me. Like, I had justification to finish it no matter how... <laughs> and I still almost didn't finish it. Wow. Anyway, fortunately, the TV series is... It's different enough. Well, it, it's really different. Um, 
And it's got solid writing, which the movie didn't have. It's got solid acting, which the movie didn't have. Um, it has <laughs> it has a, a story at all, which the movie didn't have. And this one's a good story. <laughs> like it, the world building is good. Um, the only thing bad about the show is, again, the concept ever since the beginning has always been kind of ridiculous. But everything else about the show is incredible. I highly recommend it. I think a lot of people aren't giving it a chance because, again, wow, that movie was bad. But uh, mm -hmm. great series. So those are my picks. Again, my, my top four, Upload, Snowpiercer, Ozark, and, and Mythic Quest. Um, why okay. don't we talk uh, documentaries real quick? Tim, you don't really do documentaries that much. I know you and Robin aren't really into that. Not a lot. I mean, I'll, I'll jump into one once in a while. Um, and I know I've watched some, but I don't think there's anything that particularly memorable okay. for me. Lou, what about you? Uh, I, I like documentaries. Um, and I get frustrated with them because I wish they were more balanced. Right. Usually. usually they are one person with an extra grind or something. I want to get their point across and they don't take both sides as a balanced argument. And I, I wish they would, but um, you know, and one thing I left off here, I just watched um, uh, the social dilemma on Netflix. Oh, right, right, right. Um, which is really, yeah. really good. Um, I took some issues with some of the stuff they had in there, but you know, I think it's, it's a good documentary to watch, especially knowing kind of what we know now and kind of how we are with social media and so forth. Um, so, so that should be on my list. It wasn't on okay. here, but, um, otherwise I watched, um, one called the game changers. Um, I found this, um, I forget where I watched it. I'll tell you the truth. It was streaming somewhere, but, um, basically I, I follow formula one and one of the executive producers on this was, uh, Lewis Hamilton, who is, um, seven time world champion formula one driver. Um, and it's all about going with a plant-based diet, um, in excluding all, you know, animal-based proteins at all, at all from your okay. diet. And it was, it was him. It was, um, um, which football team was it? Um, South Carolina, maybe, um, one of the major NFL teams, a good portion of their roster went plant-based. Um, one of the strongest men in the world who does these, you know, you know, pulling a truck type thing and all kinds right. of stuff. Um, mm -hmm. He's plant-based diet. And, and one of the things he mentioned in, in this thing was like, you know, he's like, the people say you're as strong as a bull. He's like, yeah, well, what a bulls eat, you know? And it's like, mm, good point, mm -hmm. you know, but um, it, it, not saying it made me vegetarian because it didn't. I still love my meat. I'm making a wonderful tri-tip for Christmas day, but um, it, it does give you some thoughts as to, well, okay, you know, we don't need what we have in the processed meals that we have and this and that. Right. So um, definitely a cool, cool one to watch. Uh, it's called The Game Changers. Okay. Um, I also watched a series on Netflix uh, called uh, Challenger of the Final Flight. It was all about um, the shuttle Challenger disaster back in, was it 86, I think? Um, 85. And it was really interesting to see what they dug up on this and kind of you know when we did the post-mortem and, and what happened before and who knew what when and you know it's scary to know how many people knew we had issues going forward with this thing and no one said a word and, and i didn't know they get into they that kind of depth with too. it i i remember that day i, I was actually homesick from school mm -hmm. that day and then i ended up watching okay. the whole thing on television um yeah, I mean, I remember we were watching in class. Right, that that's day. We had the thing all across the country. Yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, but you know, and after they, after you, you, we all knew what happened, obviously. But then when you start going back and you, you knew, you started learning what the managers at NASA were under pressure for to keep up with the launch schedule, and and then you find out things like you know they never ever met their launch criteria schedule um, since day one of the shuttle program. They had a very ambitious schedule to launch mm-hmm. nearly twice as many shuttles as they had actually launched, and uh-huh. um, you know never once they launched one on time, never met a deadline, all this kind of stuff, and and they were under more and more pressure to prove this could be a economical way to open space up to us, which it never turned out to be. Um, and even down to um, the, the manufacturer of the solid rocket boosters, which caused the, the problem, uh, Norton Thiokol, they they had known those issues in cold weather, and they had kind of hushed up and, and, you know, not talked about um, beforehand and, you know, it, and it's one of those things where they, they launched that one day in January, uh, and if they had waited the next day when it was 10 degrees warmer, probably wouldn't have had a wow. problem, you know. Mm. Um, and it's just one of those things where you, you you think of all the what ifs, and you're like, wow, that's 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 interesting. Mm. But um, So that that was a very eye-opening documentary, um, a series of four, I think, four or five episodes. Really good. Um, and then, um, I watched another series on them called, uh, High Score about video games. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. And I'm not sure it's a documentary really, but it kind of is. Um, but it's kind of a historical, of, uh, yeah. Of video games and yeah, it was a lot of that fun. It was really good. to watch that and kind of relive that. Yep. Yeah. You know, if if I can, I I am going to jump in just with a quick mention of no, you uh, said you said no, of, of documentaries uh, that I've watched, and that's Marvel Six One Six. Oh yeah, um, mm. on, on on Disney Plus. Yep. yep. Uh, which is uh, and, and Marvel Six One Six just came out uh, in the last four or six weeks or so, and it's a great series of documentaries about um, Marvel comics. In, in, in pop culture and that influence everything from cosplay to art to uh, all sorts of different infusions and, and it, it really good really yeah. well done I, I thoroughly and enjoyed uh, unique all like so far I'm only part way through it but it's all stuff that I hadn't seen before I, I've watched a lot of content yeah. about comics and about Marvel this is all new stuff to me yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. really good yeah all right. Um, I didn't put these on my list, but um, speaking of those sorts of things, the movies that made us um, just released a, a couple yeah, of episodes yep. about holiday movies. And also that mm. came out of a series called The Toys That Made Us, which was yeah. also really good if you grew up in the 80s. So uh, honorable mentions mm-hmm. to them. Yeah, I'm going to say uh, The Last Dance. You guys know I'm not into sports. But uh, this uh, documentary this, series this sounds like a very romantic documentary. It is. It is. It's about uh, Here, Michael okay. Jordan and the Chicago Bulls and uh, dancing. I, I guess I didn't know he danced. Yeah, yeah it's not, awesome. Not not what I thought. No, no, no it's uh, okay. it's about uh, Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls um, and, and that whole, you know, championship run that they had. And it was incredible. It was really, really good. I highly recommend it. Um, even if you're not into sports, like I'm not, it it's interesting to see uh, the discipline that, that went into the team, the conflicts that went into the situation. Um, and I mean, it was historical. It was, you know, I'm not into sports, but I understand its relevancy to pop culture and to um, just culture in general mm-hmm. here in the U S and, and I appreciate it. I, it's just not my thing, 
but mm. it was it was really good and it was worth watching. Okay, you, you know I, I'll throw in one more uh-huh. sports one too because I did watch this beginning of the pandemic. It was from last year. They had two seasons of it. I'm waiting for this year's season to come out. But um, Formula One does one called the Drive to, uh, Drive to Survive. I think it is okay. on Netflix. It's kind of behind the behind the scenes. And each episode focused on one race and one team and the struggles they were going through. Because kind of in Formula One, you've got the haves and the have-nots where you've got the two or three teams that are just, you know, fully funded and doing really, really well. And other teams that are struggling just to be, you know, on the grid and never winning a race Mm -hmm. and maybe getting a point here and there. Um, But it's interesting the pressure some of these kids are under. And, you know, these drivers are all, you know, 19, 20 years old. and and they're driving the most high high performance cars in the world. Pretty 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 cool wow. to watch. Okay. Um, let's see what else. I'd say the vow on HBO Max, which was about the Nexium uh, situation. Um, mm. Oh, okay. It, there was yeah, another yeah. one that might have been on Hulu. I think it was called Seduced, and it was also about Nexium. And that one was a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, direct and, and a lot more um, had a lot more specifics and data in it the vow was really more focused about the people who got out and some of the guilt they had and, and the work they did to try to exp- to expose the whole um, situation and apparently they, they've got another season uh, coming I think um, mm. but it was really good but one uh, documentary this is a, a documentary movie not a series that stood out to me that I recommend you watch because it's not often the documentaries are kind of funny, but in a tragic, frightening, scary kind of way. And that's class action park. I remember that. Yes, that was good. I guess this was also back in the eighties. And was it somewhere in New York? New Jersey. It was um, Jersey. Somewhere within driving uh, distance in New York city. So people could, could get to it. I, I've, I've been there. Were you, I went there. Did you? Kid. Yeah, in high school. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. You survived. Is it as bad as people say as far as like. Well, you know, I mean, when I went there, I was high school age, so I didn't know <laughs> how bad. And Talk about a death was, trap. But... Like watching this documentary oh, yeah. of people who worked there. Um, just yep. mind blowing. Well, Absolutely now, mind blowing. You remember blowing. when they talked about the. Yep. I mean, do you remember when they talked about the the, the, the the loop tube thing they had? Yeah, so they had it, a water, water slide. slide. It was it, a tube, and it had a loop in it. Now, we saw, every time we were, we, I went there maybe, you know, half a dozen uh-huh. times in, in high school, and um, you know, we saw this, and we're like, oh, my God, look at that. And we're like, oh, it was never open when we were there. It was it was, it was uh-huh. built. It was never actually open. It was, we're like... If it was open, I don't know if I'd go Right, it, it doesn't pretty, pass your common sense scary. test. It's like, I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and now now you listen to this thing, and like, you know, they'd find, you know, teeth in there, people, you know, from wagging their face. And here's like, oh here's the God. thing. So at Glad the top I, of the loop, if you don't get enough momentum, you, you fall and you hit the top of the tube and then you slide down and people were coming out all bloody and stuff, but it wasn't like from contusions. It was like slicing open and stuff. And it was because of the teeth embedded at the top of the loop in the plastic that was then cutting mm. through the people who then hit the plastic as they go back through. And that I thought that was going to be like the big thing of the documentary. No, no, there was so much more. That was just one of a plethora <laughs> of rides they covered. I'm not sure the parking lot of this place was safe. 
it was incredible. Like it, it's it's so bad. Like drop everything you're doing after you're watching this show and, and, and go check it out. Like it's that incredible. I, I, yep. I mean, it, and I, I never got hurt. You know, I mean, some people I went with got hurt because they, you know, fall off the alpine side, which is basically. Oh like my gosh, that one too. It, writing down a cement, you know, a, a cement slab, and you fall off that, and you just, you know, it's like right. Pizza. But you know, we, we got in line at one point. We're sitting in line. We're like, okay, what's this? And we're like, big long line. We're like waiting and waiting. We didn't know what the ride yeah. was. And as we're getting up to the front, you know, people are like going, "I'm not doing that." And they're taking off. And we're like going, "This must be really good." And we're getting <laughs> right. scared and leaving. I'm like, "Yeah, let's just keep going." And we get to the end, and all it was was like like cliff diving, like thirty feet into a pool. We're like, "Yeah, oh, <laughs> like uh, okay." And you might hit the person below you in the pool. You might not. Who knows? Like it was a like people died there. Like I I'm I'm kind of laughing and stuff, but it's not funny. Like. There were deaths and they were specifically related to the fact that this is like the most unsafe place ever in the history of ever. You have to watch the documentary. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to go on about it that long, but yeah. No, yeah, yeah. It was, it was definitely, yeah. definitely good to watch. Um, yeah. Class Action Park. Definitely, definitely, definitely check it out. Go out of your way to watch it. Um, Interesting. Okay. Animated series. Uh, the only thing I really watched this year that was animated that stood out to me was sword art online which is a very very popular anime series and uh it's it's actually mentioned in ready player two which is also my only book pick for this and i think we should probably cover ready player two in an upcoming review for random chatter um one of our yes. review episodes since we've all read it now um but yeah. it's basically i've been trying to get huh i've been trying to get Ernest klein for an interview but i have not gotten a response yeah yet. well you know between Christmas and the fact that it just yeah. came out. We'll keep plugging away at it. Well, yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll keep trying. Um, but it's uh, the the concept basically is there's this VR MMO game. Um, and on launch day, the, the same company that makes the game also makes all the headsets. And there's a thing in the headset because there's like haptic feedback and neural connectivity and stuff. If you log out, you die. In fact, they've removed the ability to log out of the game. And if someone else disconnects you, it basically it fries your brainstem as it's getting removed. And if you die in the mm -hmm. game, you die in real life. And nobody gets to get out until they hit like a level 100 of the game and, and kill the main boss. And there's a whole explanation wow. as to, you know, why the person set it up that way. And it goes into that's all season one. And there's actually uh, two more seasons and then a spinoff season, which I haven't watched a spinoff. It's... Um, it, it's really for anime. Like I'm not experienced with anime. I'm still not like a huge anime fan. I'm, I'm getting there. Um, trying to dip my toe in the pool. It was good. It, it was, uh, I liked it, but that's the only animated thing I've got. What about you, Tim? Oh. Uh, I'm actually going to let Lou go first. Cause I know he has to bounce from oh, the okay. call here. Yeah, I got a couple minutes, but yeah, I watched um, uh, The Liberator. It's a uh, four or five episode limited series on Netflix, um, World War II, based on real life. Um, I fit with the um, group was they were following, but um, interesting movie or interesting animated series, a little bit weird on the animation style. It was kind of that half animated, half um you know, photo reel stuff oh, okay. going on. 
Um, I think it was originally meant to be filmed, and they ended up not doing it, so they went the cheaper route and kind of did half animation. Right, so they like thing, drew over it, the film yeah, cells. Definitely a good story. Okay, yeah. Yeah. All right. That's all I got for animated. What about you, Tim? Uh, I have a handful of things. Um, so the uh, the Harley Quinn animated series is really surprisingly funny. good uh very well done this is the one uh kaylee cuoco yeah yeah kaylee cuoco plays harley um i watched uh, all of season one and the first part of season two um and then i think it switched over to hbo max so um as soon as my subscription hits for hbo max which i'll probably do tomorrow um i'll be able to to get caught up on that uh, which i'm looking forward to hey, tim uh, Tim, yeah. there's a there's a 48 hour cooling off period for the uh, subscription sign up. That you can't watch um, Wonder Woman on Christmas Day. I'm sorry. What? Are you serious? That's <laughs> awesome. No, I love that. It's okay, Tim. We'll tell you how it is. We'll, we'll tell you whether the movie's any good. <laughs> Gee, thanks. <laughs> sorry, Tim. Uh, let's see. Uh, the third season of Castlevania. Um, mm. This is another Netflix uh, three seasons animation. Uh, wow. Yeah. And they're, I believe they're going for a fourth. Uh, I think that's already in the works. It's a fantastic series. It really is. It's it's so good. Um, Transformers War for Cybertron, that's another mm. Netflix series. I will say the first season was good. It wasn't mind-blowing, but the setup for it, I think, is good. We've got the second season, which releases on New Year's Day, I think, mm -hmm. or December 30th, New Year's Eve, or somewhere yeah. around there. Um the setup is good. The story is original. I like the animation style. I'm really, really happy yeah. with it. So it's I'm too short. I'm definitely sticking with That's it. That's the only issue. It, yeah, it 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 is is a little short. Yeah. Um, and then Archer. I, I'm glad that Archer came back to what Archer yeah. should be, um, to to what it originally was. Um, in this season, the last few seasons were this coma dream. So each season was like this unique setting and time period and all that. And some of them were good, some of them not so much. Uh, but now they're back to like, you know, quote, present time. And Archer is a spy again. And, you know, the, 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 the group is, you know, basically the band is back together. Uh, and this was supposed to be its last season. And they actually ended up renewing it for another season, um, which now they're saying that's going to be the last season. But uh, they just they got such a great reception on it, and um, they're they're in their mid season break right now. So I'm looking forward to. I was to wondering because I'm like that but... doesn't seem like a finale. Okay. No, no, yeah, yeah. Mid season. It, it it seems like every show now does a mid season break. It's yeah, kind of, shows it's, suck. It's a weird thing. Like they never used to do that, and then now suddenly there's either a mid season break or sometimes there's two mm. breaks now in a season. They're doing it like in thirds. It, it's it's a very weird kind of thing, but um, but yeah yeah Archer's just great. I'm thrilled that it's yeah, back. It's really good. All right, Louie, you got to take off. We're just going to talk books, I think, and, yeah, then, bolt, and then we're done. So yeah, I will gladly uh, say uh, yay for Ready Player Two, like you guys are already. Yeah, we're going to save that for a, a, my, a bigger discussion later on. I think so. Um, well, thanks for being here with us, Lou, yeah, and, and yeah. Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New yeah, Year. Hey. Same to you guys. All right, Lou. Catch you later. Later, buddy. See, See ya. ya. All right. Now, I've got to make sure 
that I've got the audio correct for Tim. Check, check, one, two. Oh, yep, there we go. Okay. Because I've, I, I've uh -huh. had technical difficulties before where I, I didn't get things lined up properly once Lou leaves. So... Yes, we we are uh, we're just about done. Um, we've just got books and, and video games. The only book that for me really stood out. Um, I've read a couple of good ones. Um, I thought uh, Thrawn Chaos Rising was was really good, but I think Ready Player Two, mm -hmm. which I just finished yesterday, um, probably the best book I read this year. Um, I don't know. Chaos Rising was pretty good, but. Uh, yeah, I really I like the setup uh, for Chaos Rising. It's it's also on my list. Um, yeah, I was I, I was really happy with how it progressed, how they're setting up this backstory yeah. for Thrawn, and I'm looking forward to the uh, the next book in in the trilogy. Yeah, I I am too. I'm I'm really. Um, <laughs> sometimes the thing about book series is just how long it takes to to get to the next one sometimes but i didn't real read really read a lot of books this year because i typically do audiobooks and now that i've had a shorter commute mm -hmm. um i don't listen to them when i'm just sitting around at home it's always if i'm out somewhere and with covid i haven't gone anywhere um haven't had a commute yeah haven't done any traveling haven't really done much with with books so what about you though it's 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 an it's an interesting similarity for me because um a lot of my reading I will do on planes or in hotel rooms and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And because haven't really traveled much this year, uh, that there, there has been much less reading, um, than I usually do. But right. so I, and I have had to kind of, I, I went actually a few months this year of, of not reading and I had to like actually realize like, Oh wow, I haven't done that. So I started to discipline myself of at least a, a, a few evenings, um, a week. And then sometimes if I, you know, get really, really into a book, then like sometimes in the yeah. morning, you know, make my tea, sit down, read a bit. Um, so yeah, I've, I've been, uh, starting to, to and you know, it's important too, that. because they say that the, um, ready, the part of your brain that processing written text uses and and then creatively when you have to then create a mental picture of what you're reading it's different from the part of your brain that listens to audiobooks and it's definitely different than the part that watches video so it, yeah it's important yeah yeah um at ready player two i am almost okay. finished with um and i'm i'm actually doing the audiobook version yeah. of that so that's similarly taking me a little bit longer because I'm usually only listening to it. Like if I'm driving around somewhere. Um, and again, there's been less of that. So there have been a couple of like, you know, I'll, I'll get a, an hour or two of downtime where I'm maybe doing something else and you know, uh, that doesn't require a lot of brain power. So I'll listen to it. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm almost done with that. Uh, folks know I'm a big fan of, of James mm -hmm. Rollins. Uh, my wife and I have interviewed him a couple of times, uh, for, for the network and the book that, uh, came out for him this year was last odyssey, uh, which was a great book. He also has his, um, uh, uh compendium book that came out with a bunch of, of short stories, which I haven't cracked into yet, uh, just because I had other books going at, at, at the time. Um, but I plan on getting to that probably right after the holidays, um, because I'll have finished ready player two. And I am just about finished with, uh, I, I very often, especially when I am in full swing on books, I will have 
two, sometimes three books going. Mm. Um, I'll usually a generally a fiction and a nonfiction. Yeah, I can do fiction and nonfiction. I can't do two fiction. Yeah, yeah, because then your brain gets right. screwed up with it. So um, I, I have there. There have been a, a handful of nonfiction books that I've that I've read this year. Um, but the one that I'm reading right now that I'm almost done with is is uh, by far the most interesting, and I've been burning through it. Uh, it's called Team of Teams. It's uh, actually written by uh, General uh, Stanley McChrystal, and it's Why does that uh, sound it's, familiar? it's basically an, an organizational. Uh, yeah, he was the um, uh, uh, commander of the uh, task force in Af- or in Iraq, uh, rather going right, after right, right. Al Qaeda okay. for okay. a number of years, and uh, it, it's an organizational psychology uh, type of thing. And and a lot of what I do in disaster management, really, a lot of it fundamentally does have to do with organizational psychology. I. I, I a lot of the stuff I work with is how do we best organize and train people to manage disasters. And so, um, while yes, there, there was a significant undertone of, of military organizational stuff. He also went back into history and looked at like different business and industry models on organization Mm -hmm. and what worked and what, what didn't work or, you know, maybe what worked for a period of time and then what changed and all that. And, and, you know, comes up with certain concepts. And so of course, as I'm reading the whole thing, I'm just thinking disaster management the whole way. Um, so I, I have a, a whole bunch of things marked up in there that I'm, I'm probably going to be using, uh, for, for some future projects with, with clients. Um, and then, uh, beyond that comics, mm. uh, l- lots of, 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 I gotta of get back comics. into comics, uh, you know, comicsology. Yeah. Yeah, Comixology is just. Uh, have you tried Marvel Unlimited? And, you know, it, I have okay. not. Um, I have in the past. I really liked it. it. Yeah, and I. It seems that the I, I got to look at it again. I got to see what their what their structure is. But it seems that price wise, it's Comixology is better for me. And then also I do, while most of what I read is Marvel, I will sometimes dip into like, you know, I'll pick up a, a DC graphic novel or something like that. So, um, there are some other things that I, that I dip into, but, um, and of course, you know, not to say you can't have both because I think Marvel unlimited is subscription based, yeah. um, and comiXology, unless you get comiXology unlimited, you're just paying right. piecemeal. Um, which is which is what I do. For, I, I did do Comicsology Unlimited for a little while. The selection is um, okay. And, yeah, I found that a lot of the stuff that I was reading really wasn't part of that or wasn't getting discounted right. in it. So I, I I I dumped it. It became not worthwhile for me. But I have consumed a lot of stuff, and it's been nice to uh, it's been nice to consume new things. So like, there's a new Iron Man series, which I think is really good. Uh, the Doctor Doom series, which has been going on, is is good. Uh, the Star Wars comics, really good. And then I've had the opportunity to go back and um, consume like some of the classic story arcs that so often get referenced yeah. uh, in you know Marvel lore, um, or to you know there's there's opportunities in it of you can't just go to the comic book shop and pick up the issue. Uh, of the first appearance of Dr. Doom, 
because of course you'll pay thirty thousand right. dollars for it if you find it. Uh, whereas in Comicsology, I paid four dollars yep. for it, uh, and you know, and, and I can read it. Um, you know, I've I've gone through the entire back catalog of uh, of Moon Knight stuff that I hadn't read. Um, there was a, a, a couple of runs of it that I did, and then there were some stuff, the original stuff that I hadn't. So I went back and I tore through all of that. Yeah. Lot, um, lots and lots of stuff in, in we comics. We need to have. And, uh, uh, yeah, it's, we need it's to have an great. episode. Um, probably here on Random Chatter, where we bring in some people who are kind of up to speed on comics and help the rest of us mm -hmm. get into them or at least find some things to read. Like uh, one of them, like you mentioned, going back to these big milestone series and just getting a, a brief description of what's going on and then um, just having some things that we can go to Comixology or I think Marvel Unlimited is is really good for what you're paying for. It's $9.99 a month mm -hmm. and you get pretty much the entire Marvel catalog minus the most recent six months worth of stuff. There's so unless you're already caught up, there's a crap load of stuff to catch up on. It's a good quality app. Sure. Um, I have an iPad pro, a 12.9 inch iPad pro, and it's about the size of a comic book page. So I just throw it vertically oh, and yeah. it's almost yeah. like I've, I'm got a full size comic right there in front of me. Um, really good stuff. The only thing is, do they do yeah. the, the, do they do the guided yes. reading thing too that yes. Comixology does where you can mm -hmm. go panel for panel? And it, okay. uh, I was really skeptical about that at first, but I've given it another chance recently. Um, and it's, it's not bad. So, um, and then the DC it's, system it's too. It's funny how. Is similar. Yeah. It's funny how the guided reading stuff, um, it works really, really great for uh, newer comics because I think that as they, when they design the pages yeah. and the panels, they, they have that in mind just because so many people yeah. consume it in for older comics. A lot of times it doesn't work so well because they would throw a speech bubble that's relevant to one panel up in another panel because there's so much going on Yeah, and you're actually like you end up reading that speech bubble and it doesn't make sense until you get two more panels through and you're like, Oh, that's what that was for. Yeah. Um, so sometimes with the older books, it, it, it doesn't really jive so well, but still I, I like yeah. it. Um, it's, it's a, and because they're zooming in on each panel, so you get to really appreciate the art. You can appreciate everything that's going on with it. You're reading it and it's just a tap of the screen and it goes on to the, and it makes reading it panel. on your phone feasible, um, whereas otherwise it typically wouldn't be true. Still a true. little rough. Yeah. I, I still like the iPad idea but uh, um yeah but i think we need to have an episode where we kind of talk the other thing too like i sort of um got lost in marvel unlimited i'm like great i can i can catch up on what's going on now with the mutant books and this and that and i didn't know where to start there there's no catching up when it comes to comics that's the that's thing a, especially when you're looking at some of the big titles it's it's really really right. tough you kind of have to Say okay, I'm gonna jump into now, uh, yeah. And you read four from confused now, for and then a bit. once in a while, if they, yeah, yeah, if they reference something, but then there's also like, uh, the 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 Marvelpedia, it's like the Marvel version yeah. of Wikipedia. They do a great job of identifying and explaining a lot of yeah, story they arcs. Do. Um, so you can go into that and say, okay, I'm reading this one thing, and they have referenced this other event. 
and you look that event up and it'll tell you in there, oh, this event was X-Men number 175 through 178 and, uh, you know, the Wolverine special issue number seven. Yeah. And, and, and that's, and then also a lot of times, at least for comiXology, and I'm sure it's similar for Marvel Unlimited, is that um, you can get those as collected issues. Yeah. So um, in some cases, it might have come out as a graphic novel. So it's all it was actually physically published is one thing. But also digitally, if it wasn't physically published in, in one edition um, and it happened to be like, you know, this issue of Doctor Strange and that issue of Iron Man and that issue of Avengers, whatever, you can buy the collected right. edition for, you know, of course, it depends on what it is. You might pay twelve dollars. You might pay twenty dollars. You might pay thirty dollars. Uh, I There was me being on Comixology at like midnight is not a good thing. There was one night I dropped a hundred. And really, that's kind of my <laughs> argument just, for Marvel Unlimited, because a lot of that stuff. I just kept it's in there. Buy, buy, you, you buy. just have to know where to, you know, <laughs> how to find what you're looking for. I need these issues, but uh, it's a lot yeah. cheaper, if, you know. Um, and DC also yeah. has a similar thing. And, and DC is a little easier to hop in because you've got, yes. you know, the new 52, you've got Rebirth. Um, yeah. But, uh, and Carrie in the yeah. chat room said, sometimes there'll be a footnote in the issue as far as like where to reference other, other issues. And, and yes, cross stories and stuff. Um, yeah. Comics. Oh, hey, one quick recommendation to two quick recommendations. One is uh, a comic called Bone. It's by an old Disney animator. And it looks like a kid's book. I mean, it, it's family friendly um, okay. and it, it looks like, you know, why would I possibly want to read this? But his animation background, it's by a guy named Jeff Smith. His animation background really brings an interesting visual, like the, the representation of the, the characters and, and the body language and stuff is incredible. And it gets to this big epic, almost like Lord of the Rings uh, scope of, of story by the end of this series. Um, the graphic novel for it, it's, it's like this, th it's like 40 bucks or something. And it's like this thick. Um, but you can get them collected hmm. digitally. It, it's it, it won like every Eisner award that's ever existed. Um, they were working on making an animated wow. series out of it. They've made a couple of video games. It's incredible. Um, the other thing I wanted to recommend is the IDW uh, Transformers comics. Uh, Transformers More Than Meets mm -hmm. the Eye, mm -hmm. Transformers Robots in Disguise. They're very grown up stories the world building has been game changing. Like it's not, it's all of the, the classic generation one transformers, but not in that world. It, it takes place almost all on like Cybertron and, and other places. And it's, it's so deep with, with world building and, and the characters are all different. Like um, you've got different character profiles from, the transformers from the eighties. And now they've, they've expanded all of them in different ways. Like um, there, there's kind of a mercenary group with cup and Springer and, and perceptor, the, the um, microscope. Uh, he used to be a scientist. Well, now he's like a former scientist. Yes. But he's a sniper. Now um, you've got a couple yeah, that are like yeah. spies and, and things like that. Like it's uh, Megatron is, is basically mm. um you know, he it's kind of like the the cartoon one where he started out as kind of like a freedom fighter and it just got out of hand. Um, 
yeah the yeah. world building is incredible though so if you're at all interested in transformers mm, and i think that was available in, in comiXology unlimited as well I'd, I'd have to look that up but they've got uh, graphic novels you know collecting all of the different things too and I have to admit, I, I haven't really jumped much into IDW because I know they're a lot of the stuff that they do is, is skews toward a younger audience. Um, but a lot of it does. You said it's it's the the, the, the stories for Transformers oh, the, are, are, these are like, more adult, I don't huh? know. My son wouldn't. He's 11 and he's into Transformers and I wouldn't recommend them to him because he's not going to get a lot of. The, the nuances, the character development, the the more mature storylines. Mm. Okay. Um, he might enjoy them a little bit. I don't know. But no, the the psychological depth of the characters, the sociological um, things that are brought mm. up. N no, it, it's definitely uh, grown up stories without question. And, and I, yeah, and I have thought about looking at that. Also, uh, uh, G.I. Joe, which when yeah. I was young, I, I, tore oh, yeah. through uh gi joe real american hero oh the old larry hammond uh, stuff which was marvel and mm -hmm. yeah yeah and and now gi joe uh has moved to to idw um which marvel owns anyway but uh yeah i, I mean i've i've been interested in it and i thought it was kind of interesting that they moved it over there that you know you've got a, a military comic that's with idw but i guess with, with what you're saying i would then assume that it's kind of similar in yeah. that tone. I haven't picked them up uh, and maybe age, but range. It, it's uh, my understanding is again, it, it's very much more modern storytelling. And, and I think there are two lines. There's one that's a GI Joe, cool. like a modern kind of reboot. And then there's one that actually picked mm -hmm. up where the old series left off with like the next issue number. Yeah. And oh, just really? continued that line. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I haven't checked into those, right. um, but no, it, like what you said, though, it, my understanding is that they are also more grown up, um, more grown up versions of it. But yeah, but the Transformers yeah. stuff, cool. like it blew cool. me away at, at how the world building was and, and how it's not. I mean, kids can read it, but there's some like sure. some darker moments, some more violent moments, some characters that have some psychological issues. There's some, you know, war based trauma stuff. Um, it, it's. Yeah. Uh, it It's it's good stuff. Anyway, we should move along. Um, yeah, I guess the only other thing I've got left is I, I mean, I guess we're about done. I was going to bring up a, a couple of games. Um, no Man's Sky. I, I found myself playing that quite a bit more recently. That game has completely changed. It was um, hated and loathed for a while because um, people mm -hmm. felt like it didn't deliver what it promised when it came out. And there's some controversy around that, too. I, I think that the whole story didn't really get out on whose fault it actually was with that. And and uh, but anyway, that's a, another discussion for another time it has come back and it's come back hard. Like it's uh, they've been doing free DLC mm. updates and they've completely changed the game. They've introduced multiplayer. They've introduced um, base building and uh, freighters. And you can kind of have your own little fleet of things uh, the the story um, they've introduced some new story elements and it, it's really good. So I, I would recommend people giving that another try. And the other thing is I've always loved the Diablo games and I oh, also yeah. like Minecraft. Yeah. The combination of mm -hmm. the two, you get Minecraft Dungeons, 
and it is very mm. very very true to diablo but isn't quite as complex and yet okay. uh it, it is also still very complex it's very much about uh, a loot grind and then you can upgrade your equipment with different enchantments that have different effects so there's a lot of um different like ways to design your there's no class but there are different ways to design your characters where you're using different types of strategies and tactics based on different types of enchantments and the synergies about how the enchantments work together or don't work together. Hmm. Um, and it's uh, with some of the more recent content and the introduction of higher difficulty levels, it can be insanely difficult. Like you've really got to think about um, how you build your character out and what you're doing. But it's also very rewarding in the sense that you always feel like there's progression with with the loot grind and, and all that. Um, right. It, it's inexpensive. Are you building no. things nope. like you do? In fact, in the original Minecraft. creator okay. so of Minecraft, Minecraft apparently Minecraft is, is kind of pissed off about the game. Yeah. Oh, really? Um, he, he left Mojang uh, Studios a while back, back when they sold it to Microsoft. Um, so no, there's no crafting. It, it kind of holds true to like the world, but it's much more like if you were playing Minecraft in adventure mode and not really building anything. Um, so it's right, it's right. really the gameplay. It's very Diablo esque. Yeah, mm. um, but mm. it, it's good. It it still holds true to the the tone of Minecraft and all that. So and it's great to just sit down and play for a few yeah. minutes and and walk away from. You don't have to, you know, you you go, you do a mission or two, and then you walk away. And then I guess finally, I I didn't write this down, but Star Wars Squadrons, really oh, yeah, freaking yeah. good. Um, Tim, we got to get you a, a, a game system. So, uh, uh, you 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 put a, a PS5 digital on a store shelf, <laughs> and I'll have a game system. Hey, what? That's that. That's that's one thing. I'll and I'll talk it. to you about this later offline, Tim. But um, I am all all for you getting a, a, a PS5. I would recommend if you ever decide to get the VR headset, though, to consider getting something else instead, and and, and we'll talk about why later on. Yeah. Um, but that's all I got. So I, I've got two quick things that I kind of threw in the, the, the bucket of, of miscellaneous okay. or other. Uh, one is uh, Comic-Con at home. Yeah. They, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it, San, San Diego Comic-Con, um, there were a few cons that, that did, you know, basically virtual cons. Um, but San Diego Comic-Con, they they did it extraordinarily well with Comic-Con at home. Uh, and, of course, this was them pre-recording uh, uh, panels with, you know, all the panelists at home, wherever they were around the country, around right. the world, uh, and, you know, broadcast these things on on a schedule um, on, on YouTube. And there were a lot of really, really great panels. Yeah. And I appreciated that they did this um a lot some really good entertaining things some real informative things uh you know no of course we didn't get like hall h level kind of stuff but there was still some really really good content yeah. that they gave um I, I i was appreciative of that uh and then the other thing which just happened you know not not too long ago uh was disney absolutely that was a surprise and there was just yeah, there was so much news that came out of that. There was so much uh, content that that we got that we discussed 
across so many shows and are on still this discussing. Network. Uh, we talked, yeah, and we're still discussing. Uh, I mean, we've talked about it on Random Chair, we've talked about it on Echo Base, we've talked about it on Guardians of the MCU, and and we're continuing to talk about those things because they release so much information and so yeah. much news, um, and it's really charting so much of of what's going to be happening over the next few years. Um, it's almost like they took D23 and San Diego Comic-Con, Star Wars Celebration, like all of these things they wanted to do throughout the year and couldn't, and just yeah. crammed all of that yeah. into four hours, plus Disney itself and Pixar yeah. and Hulu and, yeah. Exactly, yeah. And I mean, you know, I I, I watched it live. Um, I, I kind of did a, a live blog of it in, in one of our mm -hmm. Discord channels. And, um, and it was great. And, and it was, it was really seriously engaging. Yeah. Um, you know, it had a lot of interest in, in a lot of that content and it was, it was it fun really to was. watch. It was really fun yeah. to watch. And, and it, it brought a level of excitement too. like you, no matter what you were into, if you were into any of those, um, products from Disney, Marvel, Star Wars, Fox, any of that, you walked mm -hmm. away excited about something. There was something in that four oh, hours totally. that you just couldn't wait to talk to somebody about. And if you're like a lot of our, our listeners yeah. and, and audience viewers here, probably a whole list of things. And you just didn't know what to talk about first. Yeah. It, it was. Uh, I mean, yeah. it's like, yeah, the Marvel and the Star Wars stuff stand out quite a bit. But like they're going to do an alien right? series, Eric. I mean, holy crap. Like, That's a big deal. I was I was. If I was standing up, I would have yeah. fallen down. <laughs> like that was huge. That was so exciting. I loved hearing yeah. that. Um, so many good things that came out of that. I, I that I'm just so stoked about. And so, that's really, I think, a, awesome. a good place to wrap up this episode too, because it it's a reminder we have a lot of good stuff coming in 2021. A lot. Oh, so much. We've got a lot to to be excited for, and uh, you know. <laughs> Wow, this is this is going to be a big year on our network as far as coverage goes. Um, so many things. Yeah. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. I know you are as well. I know Lou, uh, he had to, to duck out earlier mm -hmm. than expected, but, uh, well, we're also running later than expected. But I know we're all excited. The whole network is looking forward to all the stuff coming in 2021. But I think, you know, there was a lot of good stuff from 2020 as well. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad we decided to do this because looking back... There was there was a lot of good stuff here. There's a lot of stuff worth recommending. Yeah. If you had to pick one or two yeah. highlights yeah. out of this list um, that you would be listen of all the things I listed, check out this, this and this. What would it be? Oh, gosh. Um, and I would have asked Lou the same thing, um, except he, he had to, to take off. I'll, I'll tell you mine while, while you think. Yeah. So yeah, mine, yeah, absolutely, without question, I would say Upload um, is worth checking out. Mm -hmm. And I would say um, if you can handle like some darker uh, drama, crime-based stuff, Ozark is really good. Mythic Quest is, is good for just something that's uh, funny. Um, Class Action Park is just it is an insane hour and a half long documentary that just you're just sitting there shouting at the screen like what i can't believe they did that they got away with that um i would say those yeah. would probably be 
Uh, my biggest picks, and of course, every, every Mandalorian, everyone's going to say that, but of the other things, Upload, Ozark, Mythic Quest, Class Action Park, and, and maybe Snowpiercer. Okay. Uh, let's see. You know, I'm going to say um, out of movies, I, I think The Old Guard mm. uh, was probably like really the most exciting yeah. new thing uh, that, that came out there. And it had some really solid competition. Yeah. Uh, for shows, uh, as you said, aside from the Mandalorian, oh, gosh, it's it's tough. Uh, yeah, upload is up there, um, and and I think the the Netflix Dracula yeah. series, um, just yeah, yeah, really, really solid, really exciting. Uh, for animated stuff, um, I'm really looking forward to the continuation. You've of Castlevania. been raving about that for um, so long I'm, that you've almost got me convinced that I need to go check it out. Yeah, yeah, you totally do. And 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 it is it is very yeah. adult. Uh <laughs> just just to put that out there for everyone, a lot of the animated stuff on Netflix is yeah. very adult. So just, you know, but buyer beware. Um yeah, yeah, I mean that's okay. that's I I would say those are the the top things All for right. me. Well, I tell you what everybody, um we'd love to hear from you. Let us know what you think were the best things to come out of 2020, head into our Discord server. If you go to randomchatter.com slash Discord, you can talk about it there. We've got a Random Chatter channel right there in the server. And you know what? I know some, some people are going to listen to this later on. They're going to get through the holidays before they go and, and catch up on podcasts or YouTube videos. And that's fine. Even if you scroll back and you see we already discussed it and we moved on to a different topic, I don't care. I'm telling you right now, Hop in there and tell us anyway. I don't care if it's early January. I don't care if it's Valentine's Day. If you've got a list of things from 2020 that you think stood out and are really good and we haven't talked about it, let us know. That's what the Discord server is there for, totally. is for you, not just us, but for you to come in and share the things that you found with the rest of us and to find things that other people have shared as well. So please, by all means, consider doing that. Um, and then if you're there, if you've donated through our Patreon site, any amount at all, even if it's just $1 a month, be sure to let us know because there's a section we've set up as a special thank you, a rather large section actually, of a lot of different topics and stuff that uh, you'll get access to um, with a lot more great discussions going on. So for more information on that, go to randomchatter.com slash Patreon. We also have randomchatter.com slash store where we've got some t-shirts and sweatshirts and stuff like that. We've got some bigger, there you go. Tim's sporting it right there. Um, we've got some, some more things we're thinking about bringing um, over the course of 2021 as far as merchandise goes. So uh, stay tuned for that. And then don't forget, if you're listening to this via audio, consider going to randomchatter.com slash YouTube. Hit that subscribe button, hit the like button, hit the notification button, and you'll you'll find out when we're going live. We do stream these live. We've got a live chat. Um, Tech is in chat right now saying happy holidays slash Merry Christmas, gang. You too, Tech. Thank you for hanging out with us so often. And uh, we've got a lot of regulars in the chat room there. We appreciate each and every one of you. So um, be sure to check out the YouTube channel as well. That's going to do it. Tim, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Hey, Merry Christmas to you, buddy. And yeah, to everybody and else you. out there, we are going to see you back here very, very soon. Whatever you're celebrating this year, we wish you the absolute best. Stay safe, and we will be back with you in a few weeks.